Hello, this is Raul Ramirez of the Catch Wrestling Alliance, where we help you to elevate your grappling, and together we keep real wrestling alive. So um, thank you very much for uh, listening and watching. We're all over, like on Twitch, uh, YouTube. Uh, we're uh, hopefully on every uh, podcast platform, I think. Uh, I keep finding more and more that, that have like their own way where you have to like uh, insert your information and then they'll put your podcast up there but anyway um we should be on most um but anyway uh so let's go ahead and get through the announcements and stuff so the the quarter is ending for ucla we got one more week of instruction before they go on their winter break uh but right after that we should have a few catch wrestling matches at uh, fight science MMA. So we'll probably have a mix of some of the UCLA students this time as well, uh, competing uh, as as well as a lot of the MMA uh, students and and also people from you know the Los Angeles area in general. So if you want to compete in a catch wrestling match, send us a message because uh, quite often, it, actually, what happens what happens all the time is that. Uh, we'll have catch wrestling matches, and we'll announce it, of course. And then people would be like, "How come I didn't?" Or like, "How come you didn't?" Whatever, have some sign up. And yeah, we even this past time we did. Um, even the management at the Fight Science MMA was reaching out to people. We had people from uh, a few schools in the Los Angeles area. So um, you really don't have an excuse. So don't even comment that kind of stuff. Because again, here we are. Uh, before the event, announcing it. So if you want to uh, have a match, then reach out so we can uh, get you on the roster so you can compete. So uh, no excuses, just uh, reach out. So you can do that through pretty much any one of our um, uh, like social media platforms like Instagram or whatever. I think Instagram has like a way to email directly. I think that's on our um, on our profile page. Uh, Facebook, you can also message as well on our profile, Catch Wrestling Alliance. Uh, so pretty easy to get in contact with us. Um, if you want to train, again, uh, even though UCLA will be on their winter break, we'll still be at Fight Science MMA here in Los Angeles. You can always come train. Um, um, if, you, if you're not in the LA area, if you're on the East Coast, again, train with John Strickland on the East Coast. Uh, his organization is called American Hook Wrestling. You can find them easily on Facebook. Uh, you can also train with us uh, virtually. So online, we have a really good uh, group of people training on there uh, from different states and different countries. Uh, that is through our website, catchwrestlingalliance.com. You can find our uh, CWA Academy on there. Also, if you want to support us in any way, uh, support us. Through, and, and not if you want to support us and not necessarily be a student, uh, you can support us through our YouTube channel, through our channel memberships. Uh, but beyond that, we definitely want to uh, make sure that uh, any contribution you make really just goes into like having more events, uh, having more training opportunities for people so we can you know really keep this sport alive. It's such a great sport. So um, I'm happy that you all appreciate it. So you know, you keep watching, and uh, you know, makes makes me feel great. Makes all the students 
um, you know, get better at wrestling and stuff. So uh, we're having a lot of uh, great success with, you know, students just getting better and better. So uh, all your support is appreciated. And as you can see, it goes back into having more events and stuff. So um, if, if you don't want to become a student, feel free to join our channel. Uh, and that that's through our YouTube channel. Usually if you just go to our our uh, YouTube channel page, like our homepage, uh, you'll see a button that says join. And so there's a few different membership tiers there that are, you know, from really basic uh, to a few more dollars per month. Um, and we have different perks and stuff. Uh, so go ahead and check that out. Um, much appreciated. Okay, so let's go and get to the, the subject at hand. So uh, everyone's talking about these different artificial intelligence things like ChatGPT and Google has their own version called Bard. And so through theirs, I um, asked it what was uh, exciting about catch wrestling or what makes catch wrestling exciting. And I thought, I thought you might be interested in what it came up with. So actually, I didn't even, uh, you know, sometimes, I don't know if you've played with these things, but, um, you know, it can give you a few different options or like a few different drafts and stuff. So this was actually the very first draft. So the first thing that Google Bard came up with um, to describe what makes catch wrestling exciting, uh, let's go ahead and just share with you. So it, it has, let me see, one, two, three, four. Five. It gave me five things or five aspects. So let's go through the first one. Okay. So catch wrestling is a dynamic and uh, well, actually catch wrestling is dynamic and unpredictable in nature. So it is a dynamic and unpredictable sport as there are a wide variety of submissions and pins that can be used to win a match. This means there is always the potential of a sudden and dramatic finish, which keeps fans on the edge of their seats. All right, what do you think about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, feel free to, to comment. Um, uh, if you are watching live, go ahead and comment or whatever. But um, yeah, yeah, I think we've even seen, so like not only in um, the matches we had re a few weeks ago here in Los Angeles, but the Snake Pit Wigan also had... Uh, their championships a few weeks ago as well too, and one of our good buddies. I want to see if we can get him back on. Uh, I think I think a lot of people really liked the interview that we did with uh, Robbie Ward. He uh, was the champion last year. He competed again this year, and he had a very very exciting match that is up on YouTube. I should probably look up the link because actually he had, they just started posting some of the matches, and uh, Robbie had this this really great match where he was using the double wrist lock to um, not only keep him out of a bad situation, but uh, reverse um, the, the re like reverse a bad situation so he can get back on top. Um, I forgot the name of the person he, he was um, having a match against. Uh, maybe I'll try to find it and then maybe link it into our, our uh, like the description box below. Uh, but it was a fantastic match. So this this kind of uh, gives the whole idea of catch wrestling where um, a lot of these, it's not just like regular amateur wrestling where like people can win by points or uh, sometimes they'll, they'll win by pins, uh, but you don't worry about takedowns. You don't worry about uh, a lot of the different things that 
uh, are of concern in amateur wrestling. Uh, catch wrestling is much more dynamic than that because of the different wrestling holds that are legal, right? Which in amateur wrestling, like the double wrist lock is now completely illegal. So, um, uh, all right, so let's get to the next, the next point. Okay, combination of pins and submissions. All right, pins and submissions are both fundamental parts of catch wrestling, and they each add a different kind of excitement to the sport. Pins create a sense of urgency and explosiveness, while submissions provide a more technical and strategic element. The combination of these two win conditions make catch wrestling a very well-rounded and exciting sport. Amen, uh, Google Bard. <laughs> I, um, I think that that kind of sums it up pretty well, where it's like you have these two dynamics going, the whole uh, pin aspect and the, the whole submission aspect. So um, what that means is that, like, yeah, you, you cannot just linger on your back. Uh, I think that's been the, a huge complaint that people have had over the years with gi uh, jiu-jitsu competitions where uh, you kind of just hang on to each other. And since it's, since there are no pins, uh, people will just kind of linger, uh, like, you know, like one person on their, they're on top of each other and they'll just kind of linger there for a while. But since there are pins in catch wrestling, uh, you know, the, the, it's more dynamic. People are having to fight to get out of a possible pin or potential pin situation. And then the person on top maybe can set up a counter submission hold or the person on bottom can set up a counter submission hold as they try to escape. So it's very, very exciting um, in that way. All right. Let's see the next one. Open and adaptable nature. So catch wrestling is an open and adaptable sport, which means that there is no one single correct way to wrestle. This allows wrestlers to be creative and develop their own unique styles, which make the sport even more exciting to watch. So uh, if you agree, you know, let me know. I think I think this is the thing. So, um, so there wasn't just one catch wrestling school in Lancashire. Uh, so there, there were several and, you know, they had their own rivalries. And um, one of the big things or the big stories that that not only Roy Wood would tell, but even Billy Robinson would talk about like one of their idols, one of the best, the consensus best wrestler of Wigan, uh, Billy Joyce. So when he he had a match against well, uh, the people who were known as the Belshaw, one of, one of the Belshaw brothers, right? So that was like a rival school. And, um, everyone would, would just assume that Billy Joyce would, would win because he was just so good. But um, they, like the Belshaw, uh, the Belshaw brother was able to uh, get a really great submission, counter submission hold from the defense position. Uh, I won't go into too many of the details about it um, because yeah, it'd just be weird to, to describe. But uh, I think this shows where it's like, you might have like a dominant wrestler who's uh, just everyone knows he how great he is but there's always that chance that he can get submitted or, or even pinned right so uh it, it's all catch wrestling has always been dynamic in that way that 
uh, people can um, like find something exciting about it because because it's so unpredictable and the action is like it can be so explosive because you can have like how, how Google Bard put it where it's like open and adaptable. So you can have these different schools. Still, all of them would probably be great at wrestling just in general, uh, but they can have their own uh, twist on things. So uh, that would make the, this competition just really fun and exciting to watch. All right, point number four, according to Google Bard. All right, so, so that's their AI system. Okay, so it says rich history and, tradi and tradition. Catch wrestling has a long, rich history. This history and tradition give the sport a sense of legitimacy and excitement, as fans can appreciate the fact that they are watching a sport that has been around for centuries. So that's a, a great point. So I'll tell you one thing that happened uh, when I competed at the first uh, kind of modern catch wrestling event that Wigan uh, uh, like organized back was like many many years ago probably close to uh, over was it six seven years ago or whatever so uh this was held at robin park um in the in the greater manchester area near wigan and uh there were quite a few people uh older people who were in attendance to watch the catch wrestling matches and after all the matches were done one of the comments that several of the older people uh, had or was that they they felt happy to see real wrestling happen again in in England right so uh, many of these older people remember matches that were that looked like catch wrestling you know basically they, they were they were used to watching catch wrestling when they were a kid and then uh, it was great to see it again so we know that this has been in existence for a very long time we know that uh there were so many holds that you know you just don't see nowadays because they're illegal in freestyle wrestling like that would be the amateur style that they have uh in the united states even our amateur style folk style wrestling uh it has barred all these uh wrestling holds that are potentially dangerous so you people who older people who might have grown up seeing a kind of a different more dynamic version of amateur wrestling they're nowadays they're not seeing it and so when they see it again it's, it can be nostalgic and they you know they they, they comment that it's, it's great for them to see it again so that was actually really one of the the coolest things about that day uh getting the the feedback you know, it was almost in a way, I was like, yeah, actually, I didn't even mention for the longest time. Yeah, I had a match and I, I won, but it's like, uh, like, that's not the thing I was thinking about. Like, winning wasn't the thing I was thinking about. It was like all these people who grew up watching it, like, just being so excited about seeing it again. So it was, it was I've always uh, taken the, the stance where it's just like win or lose. Uh, catch wrestling wins, right? So whether I win or lose, but so I didn't really care if um, if I won or lost. It's great that I I won and I got a big trophy. I don't know if um, maybe I've shared the picture many times with myself uh, and Roy Wood handing me the trophy for winning and all that. So great memory, but it's like uh, the way people react is like the best memory, right? So 
Uh, that was uh, really, really cool to be a part of that. Okay, so the fifth and final point that Google Bard AI um, thinks about catch wrestling. So emphasis on conditioning and athleticism. Okay. Catch wrestlers are some of the most conditioned and athletic athletes in the world. This is because catch wrestling is a very demanding sport that requires both strength and endurance. The high level of athleticism of catch wrestlers make the sport even more exciting to watch. Yes, if you ever trained in Wigan, if you ever get the chance to train in Wigan, uh, that is like the aspect that uh, Coach Roy Wood really um, like emphasizes. So you will do a lot of strength and conditioning exercises uh, when you're there. It can it can be a mix of like you know different like things like burpees or what they call star jumps and uh, all kinds of uh, endurance um, kind of like a you know strength and conditioning stuff, which if you are training to be a professional grappler, professional um, catch wrestler or whatever, uh, you definitely need to be taking the time to do the strength and conditioning. Not only does it make you like last in like these longer matches, it will help prevent injury. So you got to be doing all the different things like uh, the, the strength training, the, the cardio stuff, the flexibility stuff. Uh, quite often we'll see, you'll find out if there's a deficit, right? Because uh, if you're not stretching, if you're not taking the time to do the stretching, then you're going to like pull that hamstring or do, you know, do something that's like really uh, like, like stretching or lack of flexibility related, lack of range of motion related. You, you'll find out what your weakness is, right? Um, so you got to be doing this big mix of things besides just doing the wrestling it's uh it's it's kind of become like a so well known in athletics that you know you can't just uh, rely on only doing the wrestling only doing the sport is just not enough uh every sport knows that we in the united states we have this thing called the national strength and conditioning association uh, they do tons of research on like what are the best practices and uh, even being in athletics uh, at ucla too like i know that uh, uh, say like for the different sports, uh, they've made, uh, they'll make packages or like, like packets where, uh, the, like, say if you're a sport, like a gym, a gymnast or, uh, in tennis or whatever, it's like, uh, they will make different packets showing like, what are the better exercises and uh, strength and conditioning protocols for you to do? Like, especially if, uh, if the students are going home for summer break or whatever, so they won't necessarily be around campus, stuff that they can do on their own uh, at home, wherever wherever home is for them. So uh, you got to be doing these other things to make yourself a well-rounded athlete. So you got to be doing these things to to be able to push through these longer matches. So like, you know, these 10, 20 minute matches like that we have in catch wrestling competitions and uh, that that has to be that has to be there right all right so google bard goes on to summarize here the overall catch wrestling is an exciting and dynamic sport that is sure to appeal to fans of all ages if you are looking for a sport that is both exciting and challenging then catch wrestling is definitely worth checking out all right, so that's like short and sweet, right? Like, 
it's kind of it was kind of cool to just you know put in a prompt and then uh you know like like um to get something really really nice and like concise that uh pretty much encapsulates the whole idea of what goes into making catch wrestling so exciting, but kind of gives you an idea of what you got to do as an athlete to uh, participate and make your matches exciting. Uh, so uh, you know, feel free to let me know your thoughts, write a comment. Actually, we have one here from Taquero Man 91 Did you catch wrestling world championship in Wigan fun scraps? <laughs> it's a, not a, I think you mean like, did I watch? Um, yeah, I watched some. And so, yeah, um, uh, Bobby sent me one and um, uh, seen some clips of other ones. So yeah, 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 it's, it's it's great. especially if, you know, the people are better at wrestling. If it's not necessarily just like a jujitsu person that gets pinned easily. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, yeah, I recommend going to check them out. Um, yeah, okay, so Takeru uh, Man, Clarify, yeah. Did you watch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me know what you thought. I think uh, you you thought that they were pretty fun to watch as well. Hopefully, you liked our uh, our recent matches. Uh, we'll, we'll try to get some more up. Uh, this not more up. I think we'll we'll have some more matches uh, probably in a few weeks. So uh, keep an eye out. Um, yeah. So hopefully those ones are exciting. We got a lot of people who are really good at wrestling. Uh, you know, transitioning into catch wrestling, which is great. And it's great to see like that. That's what makes it really exciting when you see people who are really good at wrestling. And that, that goes back to the whole dynamic that Google Bard talked about where it's like you can't just lay on your back, which has been like a big complaint about like gi, gi jiu-jitsu in particular. No gi for some reason because uh, you, you'll still see a lot more movement and stuff, even if someone is on their back. Um they'll still be, it's, it's almost like there's still more of a sense of urgency in a way in Nogi. So uh, I think that's why you don't really hear that complaint as much. And like also too, like if you, like in MMA where it's like if someone's on top and uh, the other person's on their back, I think that there's a whole sense of urgency where the, you know, you can uh, be ground and pounded. So uh, there's like movement going on, right? So it, it, I think that's why, um, you know, like that sense of urgency makes catch wrestling more exciting, MMA more exciting, even nogi, jujitsu more exciting. Um, but that's why you'll have like the the complaints about gi jujitsu. Uh, Takero man ninety one. Do you think at some point catch wrestling could recruit grapplers across the world? Yeah, I mean that's what's going on. Like say even in Wigan, uh, when I was competing there, you know I had matches from not only uh, Brits but uh, like one of my matches was against a really great wrestler from Finland. Um, so, oh, in Germany. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of what's going on. Uh, especially in the, even in the United States, you know, we're having, uh, people from com coming from different States as well. Uh, we've had matches also in Singapore. So, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. A lot of times it's just about, uh, someone finding out about it, really liking what catch wrestling is or knowing about their history and stuff. So um, that's going to be like what attracts people. So yeah, of course, of course. Takero uh, Man. There were great matches. Got the full PP, got the full pay-per-view. 
worth every penny. Uh, Taquero Man, I know they just posted the main event on their YouTube channel. I hope they would recruit sumo fighters, even Mongolian wrestlers. Yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, I'm sure Mongolians would definitely uh, be game, right? They they love wrestling. So yeah, the the like Mongolians, they have like several styles of. Well, they have like a traditional style, but you'll see them competing in sumo wrestling and doing very very well in professional sumo wrestling. Um, I've seen them even, uh, you know send teams to do like amateur sumo wrestling competitions uh like in a very very serious way so you'll see them also uh in in mma like in one championship so uh but there'll be the fighters that come with like more of a wrestling background uh like a so it's yeah that'd be great that'd be great yeah so yeah, and, and that's also another aspect of catch wrestling that even Google Bard made that was just like it's uh, catch wrestling because it has like the wrestling uh, aspect into it, but it still has like a, a fluid and adaptive nature to it. So that's what really makes it exciting. Yeah, but one thing about pay-per-view that I want to say, it's like I, I really don't think uh, catch wrestling organizations should be having pay-per-views. Um, it's like uh, this, this is one example that a lot of people in sports talk about where even like fights like boxing and mma having pay-per-views it's like it almost uh, like it doesn't it makes it a separate kind of thing where uh you're never going to see the super bowl in pay-per-view right you're never going to see the nba finals in pay-per-view you're never going to see ba uh, baseball in, in pay-per-view because uh that's kind of like the distinction you can agree or not so you can put your two cents out but uh legitimate sports uh, are not on pay-per-view so it's unfortunate that like boxing isn't like free for everyone to watch or mma isn't necessarily free for everyone to watch at least ufc so it's like you you will see these other uh, organizations making the events free for people to watch and in my opinion that that legitimizes the sports so um if it's like pay-per-view no i don't think that's really the the way to go so we're still going to have um uh, we're going to post everything on our youtube channel so so it's free for everyone to watch and i think that will help really build it up and legitimize it Taquero man, do you any or do I know any history regarding the French and Belgian roots of catch wrestling and lucha libre in Mexico when Mexico was part of France under Maximiliano? Um, so yeah, actually I did a, a a podcast about it where basically yeah, there be when the French uh, were were dominating and and well French government. So this wasn't wrestling, but the the the, what's called the French wrestling style, which is now called Greco-Roman, that was kind of introduced, and you had some Mexican uh, wrestlers who were good at it, and that was kind of the start of some of like the you know like professional matches that you would see. So plenty of people, plenty of people would go around to uh, watch these matches, but then you see later on like this influx of the uh, the predetermined uh, like professional wrestling that kind of washes over the area from uh you know the united states you know britain to the united states 
uh, going all, you know, all down uh, to South America. And actually, I wanted to show uh, recently because th there's been some documentaries about it. One of my friends went to Bolivia because you have a lot of the Native American uh, women there, the Native Bolivian women, who uh, really took to uh, the professional wrestling down there. And I, I believe they call it Kachikan, which is their version or their way of saying catch is catch can. Uh, when the Brits went down there to mine, uh, so they took their professional wrestling down there. And so um, the Lucha Libre has a little bit less of that French influence because the Mexicans like kicked out the French uh, pretty quickly out of their country. Uh, so you did have a little bit of a, the impression, the initial impression of, of uh, what's it called? The French wrestling, the, oh, the Greco-Roman. You had that impression first, but then later the wave of uh, a predetermined pro wrestling then just really took over. Then you'll have, then you had a, a, like someone really trying to put the mask on, right? And then all of a sudden the mask, wearing masks became uh like really popular so then that that really stuck in mexico um so that's kind of how in a nutshell um like how lucha libre in mexico kind of evolved but yeah so it doesn't necessarily have like a full-on like uh catch wrestling root it would be like the professional wrestling uh, influence that dominated. So you can have some uh, Mexican wrestler, like the Lucha Libre wrestlers who might know more like, uh, like techniques and stuff like, like, uh, like catch wrestling techniques, but it's still like, you know, professional wrestling, like the, the predetermined version. Um, let me see. Who was the first female catch wrestler? Uh, that I am not sure. I'm not sure who um, who that was. But if you know, let me know. Because uh, I've seen plenty of different women over time doing stuff. Actually, we had a here in Los Angeles. We had uh, an exhibit. Um, it was still kind of. I think it was probably a little bit later on, like maybe. Uh, mid 1900s well we had a, a big theater here in los angeles that had a lot of the pro wrestling matches so this is where when people talk about los angeles catch wrestling history uh you'll have them talk about uh you know gene labelle judo gene labelle uh as a boy you know working at the theater here uh learning some pro wrestling from the wrestlers here and uh uh, we also had women comp competing, and so there was a big exhibit of several of these women at one of our local museums. It was the the Latino his I think Latino Heritage Museum in downtown Los Angeles, where uh, they had you know even uh, like magazine clippings, photographs, uh, costumes that a lot of these people wore. Uh, that that might still be going on, but yeah, they had a several women that they showcased so but unfortunately i don't remember all the names and um so yeah i don't know <laughs> yeah maybe google's ai could tell us right who was the first female catch wrestler uh yeah maybe let's see i'll have to get i'll, I'll look it up i'll, I'll <laughs> yeah 
All right. So yeah, do you have any more questions, Takero Man, or anybody else? Feel free to ask. Uh, but the main thing is that like catch wrestling or AI did a pretty good uh, like uh, breakdown. gave gave us gave us five points as to what makes catch wrestling so exciting. So let me go ahead and just say the five things. So catch wrestling has a dynamic and unpredictable nature. Number two, a combination of pins and submissions make catch wrestling exciting. Number three, catch wrestling has an open and adaptable nature. Number four, catch wrestling has a rich history and tradition. So then people feel like they're watching something really legitimate. All right, number five, catch wrestling has an emphasis or catch wrestling emphasizes the conditioning and athleticism. So yeah, you, um, you'll have a, it takes a lot to um, like do well in a grappling match or a catch wrestling match. So uh, you got to put in a lot of work, a lot of strength conditioning. Takero man, other than Lincoln and Teddy Roosevelt, did any other world leaders do catch wrestling? I don't actually, I don't think Lincoln really did uh, catch wrestling. I think he did a different version of wrestling. Uh, I know that he's, he's often misattributed uh, as a catch wrestler. I think he was a little to or there, I think there was another style that was really popular uh, at, in his time and his region. Uh, but yeah, beyond like say like especially after Teddy Roosevelt, you know you're you, you're gonna start getting into the whole um, uh, pro wrestling era. So and then you'll have like the whole split between the amateur and and pro there. So uh, any any leaders who who are attributed or politicians who are attributed to having done wrestling. A lot of times it will be like amateur. So like folk style, maybe freestyle. Uh, so that'd be pretty much it, especially like nowadays. All right. So um, hopefully that was a pretty good, uh, like, like kind of breakdown by AI. Right. So uh, let's, you know, hopefully it gives you a good idea of it and hopefully it makes you more interested in not only like learning catch wrestling or maybe even want to wanting to watch catch wrestling. So uh, like I said, we'll, we'll have more, we'll continue to have more matches. Um, if you want to support us, please support us through our uh, YouTube channel. Or if you want to learn, you can learn online through our CWA Academy on our website. Uh, Takero Man, what is the name of the female documentary? I don't know the name, but I think it was on Vice. I think it was a, so you can even go to their YouTube channel. You can look up, uh, they're called Cholitas, they're Cholitas. So um, maybe you can look up Vice Cholita documentary, that's C-H-O-L-I-T-A. Um, or you can look up Bolivian women wrestling. Uh, you can, I'm sure you can definitely find it on YouTube for free right so, <laughs> so it makes it legitimate no, i'm just kidding <laughs> uh but yeah i mean they do it so the uh, you can see them doing all these uh pro wrestling moves like uh, jumping off the ropes in their traditional dresses and stuff it's pretty fun and uh, we have some footage that uh, a, a friend of ours just sent uh who was in bolivia like last week so um here i'll put some up to, so you can see like kind of like the how you were asking about how lucha libre kind of evolved uh, you can kind of see this influence of professional wrestling as it swept across uh, the the our continent, right? And how it affected 
uh, like a lot of the people, including like the indigenous women of Bolivia. So uh, yeah, well, maybe I'll, I'll share some of it. Cause like uh, my friend got some footage of them practicing before the show and uh, it is pretty cool. All right, so I wanna thank everyone for watching and your support. And uh, if you want to have a match, you know, feel free to message us so uh, we can kind of get you on the roster so we know that you'll be there and we'll try to find a, uh, an opponent for you. So feel free to contact us through our Facebook page or our Instagram. I think those are probably the, the easiest ways. Um, so hope to see you there or hopefully um, you can just enjoy catch wrestling uh, in any way you can. All right. So, uh, you know, we're here to help you to elevate your grappling and then together we keep real wrestling alive.